0: Hey, friend, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm so glad you're joining me. Uh, this is kind of a bonus episode, and I think I'm going to be doing more of them. Um, it's just going to be you and me a solo episode, uh, us talking kind of like we're talking over a cup of coffee, heartfelt conversations. And, um, you know, it's been a while since I have come on here and done a solo. I love doing interviews. Fortunately, um, interviews are really easy for me. I love asking good questions. I love being able to just listen to somebody else, an expert or a struggle victory story, and just hear the power of the overcoming story, right. Um, and surprisingly, most people struggle with the interviews. Um, solo episodes are easier for them because you can just do it at, on your time. You don't have to schedule it. There's a lot of things that go into interviews, preparing and all of the things. But for some reason, I struggle with it, and I don't know why it is, but I think part of it comes from a perfectionist mindset where I feel like I need to be in the right setting, and I need to have everything in a row. I need everything quiet. I need the right microphone. I need the right audio or editor or whatever it is. And what I've come to realize is that's not as important as the message. And a lot of times, the thoughts that I have and the, the stories I want to tell, they come when I'm not in my closet. They come when I'm running most of the time. Um, and they come when I'm driving or when I'm just out and about. And I sometimes take notes, but then I get back to it later and I, I kind of lost my train of thought. Or I just say, I just put it off and I keep putting it off. I can't be the only one that does this. I don't know if you relate to me at all, but it's the mindset of done is better than perfection and striving for excellence rather than perfection. You know, things don't have to be perfect and timing is never gonna be right. So I just decided, I got to figure it out. I got to figure out what's going to work best for me to be able to get you um, some content that could be valuable for you. Some inspiration, some motivation, some tips. I mean, one thing that I am passionate about is helping you use your passions to enhance your productivity and spiritual growth so you can go after your God-given goals. And I was thinking about that and running is my passion. Running is one of those things that does enhance my productivity. It does help me form good habits. It it actually is a place where I do spiritually grow because I feel like that's my time alone with God a lot of times if I'm not running with somebody. And so how do we do this? How do we actually use our passion and do these things? And I think that's one way to do it is just to talk to you when I have that uh, inspiration, when I'm feeling... Like, I really have something to share with you. And one thing I wanted to share today is the idea of trust. And, you know, one of the things about this year, my word for this year was trust. I think I've talked about it in past episodes, but one thing I always forget when I'm trying to figure out a word for the year is that I'm going to be tested on whatever word I choose. So, trust is not an easy word to pick um, because I've been tested on many levels this year, so many levels. I'm sure you have too. This past year, the past two years have just been a whirlwind of craziness, right? And so, um, trust has been in the forefront of my mind. And one of the reasons is because God has really been working on me to let go of control. Now, this has been a few years in the making, um, and I haven't figured it all out yet. And one thing I also figured out is that whatever you're working on at the moment, you're probably going to be struggling with it every day in some form or fashion. And so I struggle with the trust factor in some form or fashion probably every day. There there are days where I'm really strong with it and I feel confident. And there are other days where I just fail or I feel like a failure, right? And um, that's something that we have to remember is that we're just learning and growing. We will never arrive and we will never be perfect. We are striving for excellence. And this past year, there's a few things that I've had to trust God about. Um, most of you probably know that we moved from Minnesota to Colorado in May of 2020. So right in the middle of the shutdowns. And at, right after we left, um, when we moved to Colorado a couple weeks later, my husband lost his job. And we had a trust we had to trust that it was the right move, that God was the one that moved us, and it wasn't just us and our flesh. Um, we had to trust that the right thing would come, and we had to trust God for our needs. That's one thing I have learned. Uh, he's lost his job multiples of times. Never, It's never been his fault. Usually it's a transition in the company or something like that. And um, one thing that we have learned is that God will meet our needs. Well, he might not always give us what we want, right? Sometimes he will. Sometimes he will give us those desires, but he will always provide for our needs. He might not provide for them the way we think, right? But he will provide for them. And we saw that over and over this year. And honestly, it took a full year for Josh to get another job. And granted, it was was a little bit of a pay cut. However, the atmosphere and the job itself is exactly where he needs to be. God knew that. And we're still in the trusting mode because now we're trying to trust, you know, that we're going to be provided for. Um, We don't have an overabundance and that's okay. Um, We can live within where God has us and we can still have a giver's heart and a servant spirit. Um, and so, one of the things that we had to trust over this past year was where we were going to live. One of the one of the reasons that we ended up moving to Colorado is because my mom's cousin lives out this this way too. Uh, my mom had actually said, "You need to call my cousin because she'll tell you how dangerous it is there, and then you won't move." <laughs> I think she was trying that reverse psychology, like um, you know, she really just didn't want us to move. And I get it because we were we're within ten miles of our whole entire family. We're uh, we were one of the first ones to move, so that was really really hard on our family. So I called my cousin, and we were just talking about how different the pricing of the housing is in Colorado. It's crazy high and it's very significant to Minnesota Um, and so we were trying to decide do we stay or do we go and um, at the time we weren't worried about Josh losing his job and we weren't worried about all those things but we were worried about the price of housing and we didn't exactly know where we wanted to be because it was in the middle of the shutdown everything was a ghost town so we had no idea what the atmosphere was in each city and where we really wanted to locate and um, my cousin said that they had a townhouse that they were using, just an extra townhouse, and they would love to bless us and let us stay there um, for until we find something. And we were thinking maybe a few months, right? Because we were going to get here, we were going to know what was going on and see what the housing market was doing and then figure out where we wanted to live. Well, then he lost his job. But here's the thing in that, is that God provided for us before we even knew that we needed the provision. Isn't that crazy? I just think it's so cool that he is in the background. He is working. He is working and we don't even realize it. And um you know, if it weren't for my cousin, we couldn't have made this move. And this move was the right decision for our family. Though we miss our family back home, we have made new family here. It was a breath of fresh air just in the atmosphere for my boys to have a really great boys gymnastics program. And it was good for us. It's good for us to kind of be out on our own and try and experience life just as a family unit. But um, but without that townhouse for the year and a half, we wouldn't have been able to do it. And we kept saying, okay, we got to keep looking. We got to look. We don't want to take for granted what has been given to us. But every time that we'd you know, reach out and just give an update. they were like, we're just so glad that you can use it. And then we're so glad that we could bless you this way. And they did not even realize what they were doing and how much it blessed us. Um, and so we kind of were like, we're just going to rent because, and we we're kind of in that trust factor. I finally like gave up control and was kind of content. Um, this was kind of, this is in August. So this was not very long ago. And I said, you know, whatever happens, happens. If we need a rent for a year to keep feeling it out, let's do that, you know, because we were just getting frustrated by the market. And wouldn't you know it, rent was so expensive. Like we weren't going to be able to get even a three bedroom apartment for what we could afford. And so we just kind of go, well, we got a realtor referral from a friend and we said, let's just, let's see what happens. Right. So we were looking and All the houses in our budget were just junk. They were like going to need to be gutted. We didn't have the extra money to do that. So we were kind of feeling defeated about that. But every time I was driving my youngest to charter school in the morning, I kept passing this house that had a sale sign. And I'm like, wow, this is a perfect location. This would be a great house. Um, nothing fancy. It had a yard though. And um, it's a split entry, which I was kind of like, I never wanted another split entry. I hate them. (laughs) But I was like, well, this is a really good location. And that's kind of what we were thinking is we would be facing wherever we rented or bought on location and price because we're essentially buying a payment. And um, I looked it up. It was out of our budget. So I said, whatever. So we went and looked at some more houses and we were just feeling so defeated. And I just, I told my realtor, I said, I know it's, you have this house listed. Um, It's a little over our price range, but it's like perfect for us. It's like the perfect location. And she goes, well, you know, when we sat down the first time and you told us, told me what you needed, that is the exact house that popped up in my mind. But I didn't tell you about it because it's out of the budget you told me. And I just said, okay, fine. Let's just look at it. So that was a Thursday. We scheduled it for Sunday. Now houses are just going on off the market so quickly. They're selling so fast here. And so we didn't think we would even get to look at it. But we said, you know, if you see anything, if any offers come in, let us know. So then Saturday morning I look and and the house dropped $25,000 into our budget. And I was like, what? I haven't seen a house drop in price in a year and a half. It's been crazy. So we're like, okay, well, we'll just we'll just walk by faith. We're going to trust that if this is to be, it's going to happen. So Sunday, we go look at a different house in the same budget, terrible house, ugly, too much work needing to be done. And then we go to this house and it's move-in ready. It's not perfect. I mean, it has a small kitchen. It has the split entry, which I don't like. Um, but the rest of it, I mean, it's it's perfect for us. It's not huge. I don't want a huge house. I want one that I can easily maintain, easily clean. We don't have a lot of stuff because we downsized Everything when we left, like people are asking us, you know, now they're asking how is packing going. I'm like, I don't know, I don't have much to pack, you know, so it's kind of a crazy, different kind of a move than in the past. And, um, anyway, we decided to put an offer on. We're like, why not? Right. And we went about 10,000 over budget or like over a price, and we got it. We found out, I mean, I I had two sleepless nights, (laughs) but we found out. That she took our offer, and we're like, Oh my goodness. And the whole time, all we saw was God's hand. And it was like He was saying, Just trust me. Just lay it down. Let me control your life. Let me be in control. Let me have the wheel. I know what I'm doing. Right. And sometimes I get like that. I'm so controlling. I'm such a control freak. And I'm like, You don't know what to do. I just need to do it for you. Um, And so, so we got a house. And guess what? It's still a trust factor because, granted, it's going to be less than rent would have been, but it's still a lot higher than our house in Minnesota. I mean, in Minnesota, we probably would have had a mini mansion for what we paid for this silly thing. And it's just a house. It's just to live in. That's all we care about, you know? We don't need the fancy things. We don't need a huge house. We don't want one. We just wanted a place to settle. And Anyway, so the reason I tell you that story is because we close on Thursday, um, today. So if you're listening, we're closing today and we have a new house, a year and a half. I mean, this was a month's time. It was crazy how fast that went. And I look back and go, how did this happen? And what's funny about that story, that specific house, our realtor goes, I don't know why there were not more offers on the house. I don't know why it wasn't selling. The only thing I could think of is that it was waiting for the right person. <laughs> it was waiting for the right family. And it was, because it was our house. And the other thing that's cool about that is that when we found out that we got the house, the next day I was talking to the, our realtor and she said, "You, your timing couldn't have been more perfect. I'm like, well, it was God's timing. She's a believer too, so she understands what I'm saying. But what happened was the administrator who should have put the house depending, forgot. And there were multiple showings and multiple realtors calling her to put an offer in. And crazy. I mean, ours was already accepted. So it worked out that timing was perfect. And it was God's timing. It wasn't my timing. I couldn't have planned it, you know? And I just think about that. I think about, you know, my favorite verses, Proverbs 3, wait, how is it? Um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, right? Or 4, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Isn't that so true? And one of the other verses that I love is in Psalms, I think it's Psalms fourteen thirty seven I can't, I'm really bad when it comes to like telling you the reference, but the actual verses, oh Lord, you are my God. My times are in your hands. It goes something like that. But that's one of the things, that's one of the verses I cling to when I'm going through trial or when things are tough or when I really need to trust because I need to remember that his ways are better than my ways. His thoughts are better than my thoughts. And the way I plan things, because I do plan things out, isn't usually how it works, but it's always better. And it's always better when I'm trusting. And so it's just interesting. I don't know what it is in your life right now that you need to trust about if there's a transition going on, if there's a change, um, if you're struggling with something. But just remember, God is in control and he loves you more than you know. He loves you so very much. And things will work in his timing. Cling to him. Share with him. Be in relationship with him. Tell him your worries. Tell him your stresses. And then lay it down. Let go of the wheel and let him have control of your life. Because the timing isn't your timing, but it's always good. So if you're in this place of needing to trust, just do it. And remember, it's a daily decision. It's a daily habit. It's something that we will struggle with and we will be tested with daily, but it's so worth it. I hope that's encouraging to you today. You know, if there's anything that's going on that I can pray for you for, please reach out and let me know. You can send me a message on Instagram, or you can even email me. It's Gabe Cox at redhotmindset.com, and I would love to be in prayer for you. Uh, these heartfelt conversations are just going to be Maybe every Thursday, they may just be spontaneous. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with them, but it's when I feel led to share something. And I hope that you'll stay along for the ride because I feel like God is doing some good works these days and he is working. He's always working and he is always so good. Even in the midst of our trials, even in the midst of this crazy world, he is in control. In all things I pray, you just run your race.